a little bit of how's your father? <laughs> I'm with that dad. No. How's your father? What is that? Um, it's, uh, it's a British saying. I think it's like, uh, um, I think it's sex. Hmm. Like, I gave it to him. Oh, I met his father. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of how's your father. Um, yeah, he's a cool dude. It smells like updog in here. <laughs> is that a what we do in the shadows joke? I don't know. You, d- you didn't fall for it, though. No. You're supposed to say, what's up, dog? I know. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see that? You saw that series. Yeah. Did they say that in that series? Yeah. And Colin, you remember. Colin you remember? Robinson I don't remember. Does. I don't remember that. There was a whole episode where he was. That was what's his, up, dog and people? Yeah. When he brings his grandmother back. Oh, I missed that. I don't recall that one at all. Um, sorry. It's okay. Sorry. Sorry. There's the puppy. There's that weird little puppy that that brings her food in her mouth and then drops it down in front of you to eat it later. Yeah. She's just, she just like has little piles all over the kitchen and dining room for for snacking on later. Hmm. Resourceful. Uh-huh. All right, you ready to start? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, yeah, let's just do it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Hey, it's Secretly Timid. It's me. It's Megs. I'm here with John, who Hi. saved us from repeating. No, it didn't do it. I, it didn't do it though. Oh, that, yeah, I, I know you concerned. saved us. You, you did a great job. I was concerned. Do you have a featured song of the week? We do. It's "Running Up That Hill" by Car Seat Headrest. You know that song, don't you? It's a cover, a Kate Bush cover. Uh, I know the song "Car Seat Headrest." Is that like dashboard confessional? It's like their sister project. Get out of here. No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) If that was the case, I was going to insist that you, that we start, uh, that I get reinvolved. Car seat headrest began as a solo project of Will Toledo in 2010, recording in cars, bedrooms, and other solitary spaces. Toledo self-released 10 car seat headrest records during his college years. In 2015, after signing with Matador Records, car seat headrest expanded to include Andrew Katz on drums, Ethan Ives on guitar, and Seth Dalby on bass. Now, 10 years in, the four pieces starting fresh with their 2020 release, Making a Door Less Open. The album, which features their first new music in four years, also marks a shift in sound towards the electronic and, ex- and the eccentric and introduce a mysterious character called Trait, Toledo's new alternate persona. The name sounds familiar to me. Hold on. We all fucked a Will in high school. Or not high, I was going to say in, in college. Will? Uh, I don't think I did, actually. You never fucked a Will? Uh, hold on a minute. Uh, not that I can recall, but that doesn't mean it didn't happen. Yeah. You can recall. Um, <laughs> nobody. It's an unknown number. It is a non-zero unknown number. Maybe I'll just do that for now. Whenever you ask me anything about the bands we feature, I'll just look them up on Spotify and just read their little bio. Okay. You can do that. <laughs> that was my best. Uh, that was good. That was my best. Uh, it was informative and it was brief. K-E-R-A voice. I really would. Um, I don't know. I think I would change the name of my band if that's... Car Seat Headrest? Yeah, yeah, even if it came first. Yeah. You know, because are you making that association also or is it just me? I think it's just you. But I mean, I didn't... Dashboard Confessional, I don't even remember who they... Are they the ones that, that... It's some like... I think I remember them. I remember I was making fun of them and my friend said, oh, that was like our wedding song. And yeah. I was like, whoops, well, sorry about that. Guess what? We're not friends anymore. Yeah. It was like some song that rhymed divorced. a lot. And it, is, is that the, did they do that? It's the Dear Delilah song. Is that them or is that I somebody else? I think that's else? the Plain White Tees, who I also do not like. God, that song's terrible. I fucking hate it. Is that the Plain White Tees? There, there's this whole population of of bands from the uh, mid 2000s for basic bitches that yeah. that really 
He's singing about me. Yeah, give me No, a... he's not. That's so generalized that it's there to make all of you feel like they're singing about me. It's a, That's it's our an immediate song. physical reaction that I have that is unpleasant. Uh, uh, also, there's the Mumford and Sons. I get, is that part of the? I don't think so. I thought they were like more like the Black Keys. Are they legit? Or the Mumfords and the Sun? Is that the one where that one guy's leaving because he's like a white supremacist and they told him to get the fuck out? <laughs> I don't know, but I I'm interested in that story. <laughs> uh, it would be funnier though if it were the plain white tees, white tees. Get oh, it? Oh yeah, that's a white supremacy joke. Yeah, that's what they that's that's what they call their little cock teases. She's a plain Ooh. white tease. Ooh, I didn't even think about that play on words. That's really good. I think maybe we have, there's some potential here for us to, would you like to brand your band? Because I think John and I are up for the task. So if you do. Today at work, I was just listening to Spotify. I was just doing random, you know, you know where they make playlists for you. Are you you in the office again? Yes. Okay. Yes, I'm in the office now. And the song came on, it was like a punk song, female lead vocalist that it was like, don't touch my shit was the premise of the song and it made me laugh and i was like i wish i could just play this really loud right now in the office like, like your don't pencil touch holder my and shit stuff. everything okay don't touch any of my shit um do you remember that movie jumping jack flash with uh with uh, goldberg yeah my mother and my father used to watch it a lot when i was little and i don't remember anything about it she was like a detective right undercover uh, no so i think the premise was she she worked this like corporate desk job and there, I remember there was a British guy that like you could hear his voice when he was typing. I, um, anyway, he was typing to her over the early internet. Mm -hmm. Um, and he was in trouble and recruited her to help him. So she went on all of these like wacky slash dangerous, uh, espionage like adventures to help him out and then i don't want to spoil it for you that's okay you can spoil it. uh in the end like he shows up and i think they're great friends i don't think they banged but i'm not i can't really whoopi goldberg wasn't very bangable back then uh, I, no offense to whoopi or women in general about i guess well you don't think I any women are bangable that. i shouldn't say that so I did make a joke, a joke, a joke at work. Wait, let's let's go back for one second. Why I brought this up is okay. because the one thing that I remember most about this movie is that on her desk, she had all of these toys set up mm-hmm. um, like very carefully. And I always wanted to have a desk like that when I became an adult. And that's how I imagine your desk to look at work. No. Like action figures and stuff? There's one action figure. Okay. <laughs> Just one, though. Uh, and then those fucking Funko Pop things. That's a Funko Pop, actually, that my sister got me. A, a Venomized Storm is on my desk. Cool. Yeah. I'm going to have a conversation with you about those um, after. Okay, sure. Um, do you remember what movie was it? And it's like an 80s, like 1988, 1989 movie. It, tar- it starred Tom Selleck. Kirstie Alley was in it. And I think... The Gene Simmons was the was the evil bad oh, guy. Oh, Runaway! And they're a little Runaway, little robot yep. spiders. Runaway. That was a fun movie. It was amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. The uh, Gene Simmons was like the the villain who like I don't know if he programmed them or if he owned a robotics company, but they killed people. Mm-hmm. For what purpose? Uh, I don't. I remember. I just remember the scene. It was the Tom Selleck's blonde lady friend, who I think was also a cop, but I don't remember. Mm-hmm. And Kirstie Alley. We can just look this up. They were both like it was like a hostage situation. Yeah. And Gene Simmons had the blonde, and Tom Selleck had Kirstie, and they had to do a swap. And they swapped, and then Kirstie like stole something from. Gene Simmons that I think it was like money, but it was like in a weird card thing. And then Gene Simmons was like, we don't like that shit. And he killed her. I was thinking it was um, Kim Cattrall, but it's not. No, it's, it's this not lady Cattrall. who kind of looks like her, though. Kind of. I could see that. She aged very gracefully. Well, I don't know when this picture was taken. So, I mean, she has to be. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't tell me. But um, let's say if yeah, she was away. if she was 30. 
Although every 20-year-old woman in the 80s looked like they were 30. Jim. Because of the hairspray and the really bad makeup and the shoulder pads. Um, did you say that you watched Flight of the Navigator? No, I no? never said that. Okay. You must be having me confused with somebody else. Yeah, I have you confused with another dude that I know. A couple, probably. I think that was very popular with um, boys from our generation. Um, let's see. Do you want to know a trivia piece about that film? Sure. The film accurately predicts domestic robots, video mail, social media, the internet, voice-activated computers, biometric security, retinal identification, camera drones, tablet PCs, wireless headsets, and that police officers would use semi-automatic pistols as sidearms. Wow. In 1984, most police officers used revolvers. Was that movie made in 1984? Fuck yeah, dude. Oh my God. Why did I think it was 1989? Because we uh, didn't process it until 1989. <laughs> Maybe that's when I saw it. Probably. I mean, that would be a weird... How old were you? Uh, three? Uh, I was born in 81. Yeah. yeah. So that would be a weird film to throw to oh, no. uh, my, my three-year-olds. Parents were young and they didn't. They had they made strange choices with us. Like I remember watching Nightmare on Elm Street when I was in, before kindergarten because mm -hmm. I would play. I think I've shared this story before. When I was in kindergarten, I got in trouble because I wanted to play Freddy Krueger with the other children, and yeah. that obviously the the kindergarten teacher said that's not cool. There's something wrong with you. I got in trouble for playing Voltron with my pants off. Yeah, yeah, we did talk about that. My pants are on, but I was still trying to pretend murder. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> They're kids in class. So what you do? How are you going to learn if you don't practice? Oh, God. And I used to have like this little um, Fred Flintstone car, you know, like, you know, one of those cars that were like, like a push, push car. Push car. <laughs> but I would pretend cute, that I was like, they were, I think it was in the second, the second Nightmare on Elm Street, the really gay one, where the scene with the bus. And I pretend I was, I was, I really loved Freddy Krueger when I was little. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised to hear this. Yeah. That's it? That's yeah, the that's it. Oh, okay. Um, Vivid memories. Actually, what? I was going to text my sister because I think I've reached that age and I know you've reached that age where you get sentimental about things and you remember things from your past. So today I was, I was in the work restroom and uh, for some reason, the the building at, that I work in like the, the the common areas have like, you know, the music on and it's always like 80s music for some reason. I really don't know why. And the song Lean On Me came on. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I was little, my sister and I had like, you know, like a little keyboard that we all had in the 80s. And yeah. she figured out the, the chord structure for that song. And she was so excited. And I wanted to like text her, but I forgot. It's pretty. Yeah. I mean, you could do it now. Uh, yeah, I could you, do that. Or you could pretend do it tomorrow if you want to make it sound like you're doing it in the moment, except tomorrow's Saturday. You'll have to wait till Monday. I'm sorry. I don't think she listens, so I could probably do it. Um, uh, hey, guess what? Uh, hey. first of all, Gene Simmons is still alive. I knew that. Well, that surprises me. I know he's a Republican, me. too. He's well, married to Shannon doesn't. Tweed. His oldest son. He's still married to Shannon Tweed. His oldest son's very attractive. Holy shit. Is he now? Because he wasn't when they had that reality show. He was I thought both looking. of his children were attractive. And I remember thinking, uh, like, they both took after Shannon because that's that ain't Gene. He's 6'2". I thought he was taller. Oh, I His son or him, Gene Simmons? Uh, Gene, Gene Simmons. Yeah, I knew he was tall, but his, I his son is, is a lot taller. I like 5'7", because he's so gross. Yeah, he is disgusting. I'm sorry. It, it doesn't mean that if you're five seven, you're gross. I'm just saying, like, he's got a he's got like a in what seems to me like a hyper masculine kind he of insecure. Me. Yeah. Disgust. So it it would just be, I don't know how to get myself out of this uh, hole that I've dug for myself. So maybe we should talk go about through it. Oh. I was just going to say, like, it would probably hurt his feelings to be short. And mm -hmm. so I wanted that to be the case. But it could be like, obviously, the, dreams don't, don't Do you know true. the name? Uh, ben Shapiro. Is that a name? <laughs> I mean, someone is named that. Is that what you're asking <laughs> the He's like a conservative talk show host. And he, can, he, he swears he's six feet tall, but he's actually like only five foot seven. Oh, I don't. I don't know. But but yeah, that. That tracks. Yeah. That sounds right. This? Is this what you're talking about? 
Or is that that's, an old... That's, a, that's an old photo of okay. him. Well... Can't... I mean, he was probably a teenager back then. We don't want anybody judging our attractiveness on based on photos of our teen definitely years. Definitely not. Es- or especially junior high. Good lord. Mm-hmm. That was... That was really... That was a Questionable choices. Running up that hill. There's something I'm like... God... I don't like Kate Bush. I don't know why. I no. know. I know we would not have Tori Amos if it was not for Kate Bush. But Ooh, still, speaking of, she's going on a. I uh, saw that European, European tour. tour. Yeah, good for her. Yeah, cool. <laughs> God, man. Medigal, but God. <laughs> I want to. Uh, I have so many good memories uh, associated with Tori Amos albums, uh, the earlier ones, and I just. I just don't... You don't like her more recent stuff? Okay, to be fair... You haven't listened to it a lot. I I heard that song, that duet that she did with her daughter, and I yeah. I just shut down. Yeah. I uh, shut which it all one? Down. They had two. Oh. The first one was really bad. And Where they're sitting at the piano and something yeah. about aging yeah. or... Yeah, it's, that one is just... Oh, my I just want to tell God. her, I want to tell that daughter, like, I know you're trying hard, but you're not Mary J. Blige. Stop. So Stop just don't hard. try yeah. to be Mary J. Blige. It's not going to work. This isn't... This Promise isn't not to start. <laughs> like, what are you doing, girl? <laughs> what are you doing? This isn't your... Uh, <laughs> this isn't your, your specific talent. Find Just because your mommy's different. a singer doesn't mean you're a yeah. singer. <laughs> <laughs> maybe God. you could be a great you know shoe designer yeah could be or maybe you could be a magnificent uh you know electrical engineer or something mm-hmm. but music Promise is that's <laughs> music isn't necessarily genetics there's so. at least two listeners that know what song we're talking about oh yeah when she tries to do that scaly stuff i lose it i just Ooh. have to uh, the the few times I do listen to that album, when that song comes up, it's a it's a immediately hard skip. <laughs> it makes me think of a a high school talent show in the suburbs. Be there, be there, be there. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, maybe you should put out an album. Yeah, I should. That was really good, John. <laughs> oh Christ! But the the duet that they or the song that she sings on the on the following album the one that follows that one so actually it's not that bad because she's more in the background she's I, like marla hooch in the background it's like um it's not it it's for me it is like not wanting to walk up to the open casket at a funeral like i want to remember her how she was <laughs> you know uh let's not ruin this for me yeah i don't want to see a wax figure yeah i think i think the last tour amos album that i was really really into was probably scarlet's walk i have that but i've never listened to it if it's a really good uh summer transitioning to autumn album Mm -hmm. okay i'll keep that in mind when that happens i still have that copy of why can't tori read that you bought me that bootleg that you got from (laughs) cd world yeah in high school that was very sweet john it was it was a failed musical endeavor. <laughs> um, but it was a step in the direction of becoming who she became for mm-hmm. a while. So that's good. We all have to learn things. I've learned that sometimes some hurt things. other people also. I've learned that uh, no matter how hard Spotify makes me want to, I will not like Sleater Kinney. Mm-hmm. And I wish I could just ban them from my Spotify. You can't? I don't know how. I always like say no on their song. So you think the alg- algorithm yeah. would figure out he does not like Sleater Kinney. And does I, it bring up the same song or just a different, different song? Different songs. Okay, well, maybe you have different to go through songs all of the songs. Every single time. And I know it's because they are like they are strictly in the same genre of the music that I'm really, really, really into. Yeah. But for some reason, that woman's singing style, it makes me want to rip my heart out with my own bare hands and kill myself. That's like I hate, reaction. I hate her. I hate how she sings. I don't hate her. Right. Tanya um, Donnelly, is that her name? Or is that somebody else? Uh, Tanya Donnelly was in Belly. Okay, yeah. No, I like her. Growing Muses also. I like you her. You Carrie Brownstein? No, or the, the, other other, the, the other one. Fuck, the the main singer of Sleater Kinney. I'm also not a Sleater Kinney fan. 
Uh, so I, I can't even impersonate her singing style, but I just hate it. I hate it so much. I know. It's I, like I wailing, it. and it sounds like all of her recordings sounds like she is in the other room wailing, mm. and not a good wail, like a bad wail. You should write her a letter. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> just say, hey, Sleater Kenny, thank you for all your contr- contributions to to music from the 90s onward. But just shut the fuck up. I don't well, like how you sing. Well, I think the addition of shut the fuck up at the end negates what you just said. <laughs> so then it would be so interpreted I was like, as I, don't I can't, I can't, I cannot even impersonate it. I don't even how, but you've, you've heard them before. Yeah. So you know, like that know. distinctive style. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I need a vocal coach to tell me what what she's doing and why she's making those choices and why it's wrong. I think you should go directly to the source. Don't like it. Mm. That tea kettle's very phallic that you have over there. It has like a little dick on the end of it. The oh, it's a saucepan. That saucepan has like a dick for a handle. It's a Corbin style dance saucepan. Wow, I got it. You know your shit. Yeah, I do. I got it at an estate sale. Um, with that chair that is now double broken, which I want to talk about, by Yousef the way. Yousef needs to fix that chair. He doesn't do furniture. He can do furniture. Um, I just <laughs> needs to get some Gorilla Glue. I feel like there's none of this. You're not actually saying anything to me but euphemisms at this point, I don't think. Yeah. Um, Bring him over. I'll come and we'll watch him fix that chair. You'll come? I will. I bet you will. Um, so... That saucepan is from the 60s. I got it at an estate sale that uh, our friend Nicole tipped me off to before it actually went um, on the market or whatever they call it. Um, So I got that uh, and that chair and a couple of flower pots for $100. That chair is from 1955. So they say. Um, No, it is. So Uh, they say. They didn't say that. I, I... I did a bunch of research and talked to some people. Okay, Antique Roadshow. (laughs) (laughs) I know a little bit about mid-century modern furniture. It's an original Eames uh, plywood chair. And uh, so I have this, and then I have a um, uh, coffee table that I got in West Virginia at uh, at an antique store. Um, and I love them both and they both had problems. So I, uh, talked to this guy who knows a bunch of people that I know, um, who does furniture repair, specifically mid-century modern for a living. I took it to this dude and like, I don't know, a month later or something, which is fine. I didn't need them right away. Um, I picked them up. I paid him $300 um, and then just over a month later, they're now both more broken than they were when I took them to him. And I'm kind of fucking pissed off about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, so I texted him and I was like, look, this is, I'm, this, these didn't work. And here are some pictures. And he's like, oh, um, he's like, who sat on that table? Ha ha ha. But he meant it. He thought that I was abusing it, which I wouldn't mm. fucking do. And I said, you know, somebody tried to squeeze between me and the table to get past me. It was my dog, but I didn't tell him that. And uh, and the table just like fucking fell to pieces, like just fell apart. Um, and he was like, well, I would suggest this was very cute. I would suggest uh, people not squeezing by like fuck yourself. Yeah. Uh, and do then a Venmo, do a Venmo request to him for $300. <laughs> Ooh, that's not a bad idea. That is actually how I paid him. Um, and, uh, so he's like, okay, well I'm free this weekend. You can drop them off with me. Uh, I'll use, um, I'll use some super strong glue. I was like, I don't understand. I said, uh, no, I don't think that's a good plan. Cause I, if you look at the pieces from the table, he all he did was fucking glue this shit yeah. together. He didn't use dowels. They have dowels in them. He just like cut them off. He used fucking he told me in the text. I don't know that much about furniture repair, but I know that this sounds like a terrible idea. He just used liquid nails. He didn't even use wood glue. Mm-hmm. He didn't even cover over the seams. I'm getting worked up here. Uh 
he used fucking wood glue. He basically told me he did nothing to that chair when I picked it up. And I paid him 300 fucking dollars. For what? Exactly. For what? So uh, I said, no, this that's that doesn't sound like a good plan at all. I'm going to take it to somebody else. Because I don't feel like I can ask for my money back yeah. now. Especially so. if he's going to ask you for more money. Right. I'm not going to fucking pay that guy anymore. Sure. Um, a bad review. So... I don't know if I should say his name. Say it. Fuck him. Fuck don't, that guy. Uh, don't take your furniture to Richard Reed. Yeah, don't fuck with Dick Reed. Don't fuck with Dick Reed. <laughs> don't fuck with Dick Reed. Really nice person. Um, Doesn't sound like it. It sounds like a scam artist. Knows a lot about uh, mid-century modern furniture. Uh, Doesn't know how to repair it. But apparently, apparently does not know how to, to repair it. And he's telling you that there's going to be some reality show about him and this dude he works for and anyway that doesn't matter but come on Ooh. speaking of reality shows big brother's back is that <laughs> fucking show still on everybody always says that yes it's still on that was but on it's I... interesting though hmm. this time the cast is kind of likable i watched is this it the first time in the history there's of big usually brother? well they're usually all swarmy star fuckers like people that just want to be famous no matter what you know they just like you just see that they want to be famous for being famous and here they all probably want to be famous for being famous too but at least they're likable and I, i'm like we might be able to go through one season of big brother without anybody saying something racist or homophobic on the live feeds it could happen well that's not good television John. and they have more than one minority it's crazy. It's still mostly white people. Is this on a television station? Yeah, it's on CBS, I think. Okay. I've, the only big brother I've ever seen was when I was uh, going to school in Ireland. My, like, basically everyone that lived there was watching it all the time. Yeah. Like, Back in the days where they showed dick and shit all, all the time. Now I'm they're, sure they at did. least in America now, the people they know, they're like, okay, we got to change, put the cover on. I'm like, damn it. That's one of the reasons why we want to see it is if we can see a little nipple every once in a while. Is it really that? Like, why has it endured? I don't know. That I don't know. But I mean, there are people that bet on it. I, I do, but I'm not like why a hardcore fan. Uh, because it's like, kind of like a, I like competition reality shows. It's a, so it is it is that i like getting frustrated sometimes with my television <laughs> it's totally that because it's like the producers figure out who they want to win and it's like how can we get this one person to win how can we rig it for them actually i got sucked into it because a couple years ago a poker pro by the name of vanessa russo was on it and she actually did really really well i think she was she made it to top three and so that's when i kind of got hooked on it um yeah mm. okay we all have our trash television that we watch. Yeah. Probably not you because you listen to NPR. <laughs> uh, trying to think like I would never watch like a show like The Bachelor or Love Island, like those those quote ram- romance ones. I would never, ever, ever. I watched. Ever uh, watch. Have you seen that Amazon series Flack? No. That was trash. What's that? Um, it's a. Um, it's got a uh, Anna Paquin. Do you remember? Yeah, I know who that is. Right, she was. She's she an actress. Vampire show or something. Yeah. Yeah, this is not a reality show. Oh, I thought it was a reality. show. No, no, show. this is a. We're talking about trash TV. This oh, is, is that the one where she was like the the fixer of a bad publicity? Yes, stuff? yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I watched that whole fucking series because it was garbage and it it significantly decreased the quality of of my life and mm-hmm. probably my character. But I did, uh, mostly during lunch at work. But um, it's horrible. Like, it's not even, like, it's not funny. It's not clever. Um, It just uh, is women, like, cleaning up other people's messes and having messy lives of their own and making a bunch of money. Did you ever watch that show, Dirt? Starring Courtney Cox. No. It was a tabloid Kind of like that. It was like kind of a tabloid show. She was kind of like a Perez Hilton type of a person. Well, no, she was like the... Because Perez Hilton wasn't a tabloid journalist. But it was like a tabloid journalist sort of a thing. And it was was a bad show, but I watched it. And I knew it was horrible. I don't actually... Like, Anna Paquin has an Oscar. When she was 10. Okay, but she has one. And you would think like... 
she would. She ain't gonna get another one ever again. She's not that great well, of an no. actress. No, she's not a great actress. <laughs> I don't actually. I can't think of one like redeeming thing about her, as I know her as yeah. an actress. Like she's not. I don't think she's particularly um, attractive or smart or funny. I don't think she's a great actress. Like, what is it? How did I think, she? I think she got a good role when she was a child and people were impressed with that. Kind of like Natalie Portman when she was a child and she did The Professional. She's also not a great actress. I, don't, I agree. Man, I just thought about that. She's just a line reader. She just reads, recites lines. <sighs> Her like accent whenever... in uh, V for Vendetta was terrible i never saw that oh it was so such a like when there are some of those actresses where i i'm I'm just like well there's anna paquin i thought that you would like her because she was in that like vampire well i never watched that vampire show what oh you didn't no that my high school bully was in that show i will never watch that show ever one of our friends watched that all the time anyway it doesn't matter um hmm what what did you say that you fucking Jim Parrick was in that show? Who Jim Parrick? I don't know. He went who. to Allen High School. No, who was I... mean to me and Aaron? I don't. I will know forever hate that guy. That is. And I will never fuck that watch guy. anything that he is ever in. But I think he's out of Hollywood because he got me too. Ha <laughs> 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 Jokes on you. It only took <laughs> respect, the, woman, bitch. The disrespect women. of probably hundreds of women to make your <laughs> dreams come true, John. All of those guys that 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 he ran around with turned out to be real douches. I don't know who this person is, but that's, I'd like to keep it that way. Well, you gotta, I'll show you, we have a high school yearbook right there. I will point that fucker out and be like, okay. this is the guy that was mean to two of your friends from in, a, in 10th grade and 11th grade and 12th grade. He wasn't mean to me anymore hmm. because then he got into the drama club and he was like, oh, you're here. I'm going to just forget that I was ever mean to you for two years. Hmm. I remembered. I don't forget. I've got. Well, the, if I I've got the memory of an guy, elephant. Be sure that I will. <laughs> For a while, do you remember? Um, Giving a strong, a strong talking to. Do you remember Eric Johnston? Nope. Um, Long story short, he you remember Aaron Dolperdang? Yes. They were together for a while, and for the longest time, he would give me Jim Parrick <laughs> like <laughs> rumors and innuendos. He was like, oh. "Hey, I heard some shit about Jim. Do you want to hear it?" And I was like, "Yes." And then you would spread it around. Yeah, this is before this is before Jim was an actor because they all went to the same school, I yeah. think. And so he's like, "I heard his dick broke," and I was like, <laughs> "Really? <laughs> what the fuck does that mean?" Uh, somebody was riding him, and they came down wrong, and his dick broke. Oh, I do know what you yeah. mean. That happens. Be careful. Well, I am when you're riding the pony. I is that what that song's about? Try to be. I what. That Ride the Pony R&B song. No, just about riding dick. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I haven't really thought about it, but it, that seems right. You know that song that... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. That's the one. I hate that song. So, um, so I had... A birthday party? A birthday party. The first party I've hosted since the pandemic. It was successful. I felt like it was. I had a really good time. Did you have a good time? I did have a good time. Um, it was a good turnout. We had like 20 people here. You have some hot friends. Of course. You do have some attractive friends. All my friends are hot. I was trying to figure out with with uh, the gay people in the corner. We're like, I'm like, why are gay guys attracted to straight guys? It's never going to happen. But why is like, there could be like 50, 50 gay guys in a room and then one, one hot guy straight guy and all the gay guys would be like really look at that guy it's a challenge but but what if like there were two really hot guys there that you didn't know one of them was straight and one of them was gay would you still lust after the straight I'd, guy no, I'd lust after both of them it's not either or oh, okay but it, i probably would have already fucked the gay guy because that's kind of like how gay guys say hello well, nice if he would you. give you consent, of course. Of course. Um, which, of course, he would. Yeah. Uh, I'm, okay. in, I'm not in the I'm business of saying no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know that about you. Um, well, no, you say no to me all the time about lots of stuff. <laughs> um, 
I I'm thinking about what you're saying just now. Hold on. Let me process this. So I'm trying to think like, are women attracted to gay guys? Like if I, would, I, I think the equivalent be are lesbians attracted to straight women? I don't know. Are they? We need to, we need to find one. Do we know? A I ask Regina. I will ask Regina right now. Yeah, ask her right now. I haven't spoken to her in a while, and I miss her. She sent me a birthday text, and I said, um, she's like, you should come visit. And I was like, you should come fucking visit. It's your turn. And then she said, ha, ha, ha. So I think that means she's not coming. I'm sure she's probably, I mean, she has to be in, I mean, her family is here. So I bet she she swings by everyone's wall and just doesn't say hi. That is, that hurts my feelings then. Theoretically, if that happens, um, uh, I seem to remember her saying once that there was a straight woman that she was lusting after, but I can't remember. Maybe I'm misremembering. Text sense. Um, so you don't think it's it's the same thing? Like if, uh, so here's an example that may not be an equivalent, according to what you're saying. Uh, I had a friend in college who was very pretty and I didn't know that he was gay. And so I like developed this crush on him and uh, he would come over and hang out. And I like, I think I remember this like, oh, gay man, God, this pretty over. gay man that you're friends with. Uh, and uh, he like, we went out to dinner one night and I was like, this is going to be a date. I just know it. <laughs> and we went to Mr. Chopsticks and, uh, he we sit down at the table and he starts telling me about how like how hot for latino dudes he is <laughs> and i just remember thinking like oh that but did but you probably Im- immediately rebound and be like oh okay, this is okay so this fun. is the point right. of the story like like i was disappointed for a second and then like no more attraction mm-hmm. and then i wanted to help him find attractive gay latino men that's Which why, I did. That's why women are the best. <laughs> We're, we <laughs> women are, are so much better. We're than pretty men. <laughs> great. Yeah. Um, so like, like if I don't know, like if a dude, if a dude, maybe we probably can't answer this question, but if a straight dude doesn't know a woman is a lesbian and is attracted to her and then finds out she's a lesbian, this may just be for movies and not reality. But my thought is that he's gonna keep trying i don't know i don't know i i mean i really don't know that the dynamics of a straight man and a lesbian friendship but i want to suspect it's probably similar to a straight woman gay man do we know any lesbians yeah no no do we know any lesbians and also that are friends with our straight guy friends do we have straight guy friends I mean, the straight guy friends that I have are not in our friend group. Right, me too. So I really don't know. But if listeners, if you know. This is a mystery for the ages. I would like an email about this. You are checking the... No, I'm not. Oh, God, John. (laughs) Give me the information and I'll check it. I don't have the password anymore. If you want to email us, just just send us on Facebook. That's probably the easiest. Send it to us on Facebook or Twitter or... Um, email me. Uh, you, yeah. You can also. Johnlyhart at gmail.com. Do I have that casual text one? Do I have an email for that? I don't know. The, I don't the, the one that you, the podcast that will never see the light of day. Yeah. I, I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to start it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm so confused. You help me. You've started a podcast before. If I was going to start a podcast all over again, I would probably just go the anchor route and use that platform instead of WordPress and all because this WordPress stuff is so expensive yeah. yearly. Um, and it's, yeah. I also f- really feel like I would need a co-host. So if somebody wants to to do a podcast but I mean, with you don't, me. You're not going to have casual texts anymore. No. So it wouldn't have to be about my stories. Although I could tell the stories from when I was dating. Yeah. You're going to run out. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, it's not an infinite number, but um, I mean, I, I'm i feeling like that would be the point of the guests that would come on. 
So like, how would I solicit guests? Like, this is what we're looking for. Do mm-hmm. you have a story? I haven't figured all of that shit out. So if there's somebody listening who would like to, um, also, um, should I get my email address? Uh, I mean, I do. Who cares? Uh, so yes, I should. Or yeah, what are they gonna do? Oh, I don't. I don't know. Can they co- come through the email and find you? I mean, the best thing that could possibly joke, happen right? is just a random dick pic, Ooh. which I would love. Send your dick pics to John Lee Hart. Uh, you can also send uh, emails to cello sister c e l l o s i s t e r at gmail dot com. Um, that one is actually checked, so you can. You've had that one since high school. Uh, that well, I had an AOL one also, <laughs> and a Hotmail one. They were all cello sister, but this one's Gmail. I jumped on this one quick though. Does AIM still work? Uh, AIM or AOL? AOL. AOL is a thing. Like AIM Instant Messenger. I just saw an AOL account yesterday when I was at Nicole's. Yeah. I didn't realize. You still that, use AOL. I didn't know that. Um, I, I mean, don't I don't know. know if they have the platform, but I know it's still, it's, at least it's a web like email server. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, I read uh, that you could. That the MySpace stuff is still there and yeah. you can get into your old account. I, I can't, can't remember. I can't remember my, my password. Shit. I want so to get in there so desperately. I do too. I want to go in there and just delete everything. But it goes to my Hotmail account, which I can't get into either. It's I'm a bad. mess. It's I'm bad. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's talk about your party again. Okay. Uh, lots of faces. Lots of faces. It was a very good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the pups had a good time. Two pups had a good time. Two pups got free, and yeah. the neighbor brought them back. They did. Um, that guy, I'm pretty confident he'll never listen to this. <laughs> he lives a couple of streets over. He's he's an older gentleman, probably in his 70s, and he has a husky that he walks several times a day all oh. around the neighborhood, which I think is great. Um, he's very friendly. Very keen to have long conversations with you that you have to end or they won't. Um, I get the impression that he is, uh, I don't know if he lives by himself. I imagine that he does, but I don't know. Um, that he's a lonely dude and he uses that as a way to like meet people and socialize, which mm-hmm. I think is fantastic because you need to do that always for the rest of your life, John. And, um, but like, a couple of conversations I've had with him make me think that he's also a giant fucking liar. Oh. Like, um... You gotta smile and let let them lie. Well, yeah, of course. Let of course lie. I do. Yeah. So, when uh, my friend Yusuf was here working in the front yard... Yusuf. Yeah. Um, so, handsome. Also a contractor. Does great, great job. Good with his hands. Yes. <laughs> Um, can change a tire <laughs> this this neighbor walked by with his dog and 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 i was at the i was in the dining room working but i could hear and he's saying to uh my friend um uh oh yeah i was in uh i was in federal law enforcement and blah 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 and it sounded like he was trying to impress him but i didn't that was the first you know thing i'd heard about that so i didn't have any reason not to believe that so when I saw him again weeks later, um, I said, um, "Oh, you were uh, you were talking to my uh, friend who was working on the steps," and he's like, "No, I wasn't." I said, "I think think you were. Um, you said that you were in federal. You're retired from federal law enforcement. What um, what agency did you work for?" And he's like, "No." Um, he said something about working. I was in law enforcement, and I said, "Oh, okay." And I wonder I, if he was trying to tell your general contractor, "Pick him up, hey buddy." Oh, I have my eye on you. Hmm. I didn't think about that. Interesting. I don't know why he would. Hmm. But I'm always assuming that old white men are racist. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, if the shoe fits. Um, so every trash can has its lid. So then, like a week later, I was over here with Curtis and M, and he was walking by, and we had to grab snacks. She because she had run out of the house, and and he, uh, she was with his dog, so that's how the conversation got started. And I said, um, 
He's like, well, I used to be in federal law enforcement. And I was like, okay, um, what agency? And he's like, well, let's just say, what did he say? Let's just say it was, um, I can't talk about it or something like that. Like, Okay, why'd you bring it up? Yeah, motherfucker. You, yes, you can. Yeah. Like, you're if retired. you're fucking retired, nobody gives a fuck because they mm. don't give you the secret files on your way out the door. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, <laughs> um, and then like a week after that, I had to run an errand. So M was here and Curtis was going to be coming over. And when I got home, he wasn't here yet, but M was inside. And, uh, I got out of my car and he, the neighbor stops me and he goes, um, oh, your, uh, your friend, um, your friend was just here and tried to get in your house. And I said, Oh, Emily, she's, she's in the house. And he said, no, no, it was your, uh, your male friend, you know, that one. And I was like, Curtis. And he's like, yeah, he came and he tried to get in and then he, and then he left. And I went inside and I was like, was Curtis here? And she said, I don't think so. And I, when he came, when he finally got to the house, I was like, did you try to come over here and, um, get in and then leave and he's like no i haven't been to your house today hmm. so now that i'm saying this out loud could it be a cognitive problem maybe he wants to get into your house i don't think he wants to get into my house he's in federal law enforcement for <laughs> christ's sake um maybe this is a dementia problem maybe or maybe he's a liar it's so hard to tell do you know what i read something that was it was like a tweet that was kind of sweet and sad at the same time about, you know, if you if you have a loved one who has dementia and they start telling fanciful stories to just let them tell it. Like, don't break their fantasy. Oh, yeah. Like, go into that world with them. It's the same thing that, that we do with sad. psychosis. Like, yeah. you don't challenge a psychosis. You're just like, oh, okay. Michael Jackson and a eunuch and Steven Spielberg live in this house with you. How do you know a eunuch's a eunuch? Did they just tell you? I didn't ask. I okay. didn't ask her. This was an actual patient that I had. Did they do it themselves? Like I was. What, no. Which show is it where they're taught like so, like there are eunuchs? Yeah. Did they cut their own dicks off? No. 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 Uh, that but these happens. are like priests, not not like the whole. They're not priests. They're oh yeah, this still Game of, Th- Game of Thrones. Something like there's the the slave class where they did that too, and then they also there's that bald yeah guy was so, who was a homosexual. Who is also a eunuch, but I don't know if he was a eunuch because he's a homosexual or no. if he chose that path. No, so no, so they don't choose. Um, they're selected when they're kid kids, kind of like um, the castrati. Um, and they're, I mean, they're groomed to be part of a like a court, like for a royal, whatever. Um, and they're. Um, they become you they make them eunuchs so they won't like have sex with the kings you know to like rubber band the balls like or, sheep you know what i <laughs> i'm now out of my depth i don't know hmm. but that's worth a look up for sure i did i did hear about that recently the the eunuchs no the the castrating the sheep the castrating sheep mm-hmm. yeah they just they don't cut them off. They, they just, just wrap them, let them fall off. Well, PJ, she was at a, a Jay Leno, and she's she uh, shared that. Is she she's a farmer. She, she grew up on a farm. Do you want to hear it? It's actually kind of funny. It's more like the reaction of the crowd is the, the funny part. I've been watching that Clarkson's Farm series on Amazon. What's that? Jeremy Clarkson, who's on Top Gear. Okay, British. I know that. Yeah, the British uh, yeah. car show. He's very funny. Um, but he got fired because he was really mean to some, I don't know, staffer or something. Mm-hmm. So, um, but he has a farm. And so this is a series of him like trying to become a farmer. Um, so you do watch reality shows? Yeah. This one isn't so much trash. Though. So I was trying to get it ready. I'm wow. Sorry. Let me fast forward. Whenever, when you're ready. Are you ready? Well, I'm, I'm ready for just about anything now. <laughs> okay, this is in like 1993. Okay. Um, play. 
Okay. Sure, okay. Oh, so you still, you go back and do the chores? Is it a working farm or is it just sort yeah, of Yeah, a... it's a working farm. It's mostly a sheep farm. And so when I'm home, I still help with dipping the sheep and um, I help wringing the lamb's tails and wringing testicles and things like that. Wringing testicles. You know, it's interesting. We, uh, we have a number of people on our staff. We're very good at that. <laughs> What is that? Is that like castrating the sheep or something? Is yeah, that... you have to do it. It's for the, the male lambs that you don't want to become rams. You have to wring their testicles with a rubber band. Oh, wow. And um, after about two weeks, they drop off. <laughs> I didn't think it took that long. About Alabama. <laughs> no, that's really fascinating. I'm uh... uh, Jay Leno. I don't never liked him. Um, I don't know that I've ever heard an interview with her before. She was way more demure than I expected. Yeah, that's the beauty of Peter Harvey. Yeah, I guess. That is that is a an interesting um You would think dynamic. you would imagine that she'd be like this rough and tumble like roaring ass. Yeah, but no. Like fuck you. Yeah. Um <laughs> I'm PJ Harvey. Ringing and the I... tails, the lamb's tail. Yeah. What does that mean? I have no idea. I don't think I want to know that. Yeah. I don't think I could live on a farm. I would. Oh, I wouldn't want to like. No. I would just want to have them as friends. I wouldn't want to eat them. If if I lived on a farm, I would probably end up having this existential crisis I couldn't overcome, and I'd probably kill myself. Yeah. I would see them all as pets and not as. Yeah. You definitely As livestock, make you know. Yeah, definitely would not make. Apparently, I mean, I guess I knew this, but I didn't really know it. Uh, being a farmer is a fucking really hard and also financially risky job. Oh yeah, you get a bad crop and you're fucked. Yeah, dude. That's why. That's why the the government, you know, quote, bails them out. out yeah. You know, when shit happens. Fuck man. Um, and the factory farms killing the local farms. You know, totally. Oh, totally. Yeah. So, anything else you want to talk about about the party? You seem to want to go back Bubble to that. Bubble gum. <laughs> explain We're not, this term. No, I can't. Explain no, the term to me. Just let's talk about that because I'd never heard that term before. There are certain gay slang that some of our friends have made up, including oh, our friends made it up. I think so. Okay. Uh, including uh, bubble gum. And I believe like balloon knot is another do balloon knot knot. You know, like then when you knot a balloon, yeah. and there's a little end on the yes, it looks like a butthole. Oh, it does <laughs> look like a butthole. Huh? I never. I mean, yes, I did think about that before, but I guess I didn't know how to use that information until now. So, what do you use that in a sentence for me? Balloon knot. Uh, I don't know how would you really use that in a sentence like a fingered his balloon knot. Is that like it? Like how have you? We know our it? friend. I don't want to say his name, but sure. we have a friend who's who's pretty sexual mm-hmm. and also pretty <laughs> childlike at the same time. Oh. He's the one that that makes up this terminology. Yeah, and yeah, we don't want to say funny. who it is. I don't want to say who it is. Oh, please. Okay. Um, <laughs> Baby is like, so did he finger your balloon knot? <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> Stuff like that. I, this is who I imagine. Did you nibble on your making, balloon knot? Yeah. This is who I imagine making these terms up. Yeah. It's after you told me that our. our so someone's is bubble big. gum is, yeah. is a bulge. Explain so, further. In your pants. Yes. When you're sitting down. Yes. Caused by like folding of the penis no, or an erection no just like if a man is sitting down yep. he's wearing very tight pants usually khakis you can see and they spread they man spread those legs out yeah. you can sometimes see you know his package okay. for lack of a better phrase so they haven't and that folded would be somebody's it. bubble gum they haven't folded it it's not erect it's just that their pants are too tight or it's just perfectly tight okay Depending on how the bubblegum looks. Depending on the bubble gum looks, yeah. Okay. It, I mean, are, we're wanting a, a larger wad, right? <laughs> Isn't that what we would call it? And it's something that apparently women don't always notice. I I don't notice dudes' dicks when they're or in asses. their pants. How do you not? Or asses. I just I, don't. Do you really not look? Are you tree-trained uh, from a young age not to inspect people's genitals? Because I can spot I can't tell you that. a moose knuckle. A uh, cow, uh, what's a camel toe? A big ass, a little ass, a no ass. 
Big I, bulge, no bulge. I, I look at notice, all of these things. I only notice those thinking. things if they are so cartoonishly pronounced. Like John Hamm. Mm, the Hamaconda. No, I don't know what you're... Oh, well, after the, I'll show you pictures of John Hamm's Dick bulge. in his pants. He has a huge dick. Man, he can't. never wears... He always wears boxers. <laughs> and so you get a, sh- a, a sharp breeze up in there. In Massachusetts, where the fuck he's living, and you will see his dick. He walked out in linen pants, and people are like, there is John Hamm's dick. You is, can see it right there. Is John Hamm going to and me to us after this? Uh, maybe. Okay. Sorry. Um, but he knows what he's doing. He's asking for it. <laughs> oh, man. This is, this is the wrong direction. It's like, like uh, Justin... What's his name? The, uh, the actor... That was in that show where all the people disappeared. And then he had that scene where he was jogging those light blue sweatpants. Show where the people disappeared. And everybody's like, holy shit, that guy's bouncing dick on network television. No, I don't. Justin. Timberlake. Trudeau? Not, no, that's the Canadian He's guy. He's the Canadian prime minister. Thoreau? Justin Thoreau? He, he, the guy that, that oh, was banging Jennifer Aniston yeah, for yeah, years. Yeah. Oh, I hate that guy. Oh, really? He's so fucking smug and shitty. Oh, I want him to slap me in the face with his penis. Oof. Oof. And then spit on it. Ugh. I mean, I think that's probably how he deals with people every day. Well, that's just like his way. That's why, his I think that's why carrier. I don't like him. He's such a smug, silly really? little... Asshole. I don't think yeah. so. It's Instagram's like Little protect the dog. Nut. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do that? Can we like that guy is such a balloon knot? Sure. Does that work? Yeah. Let's call him an asshole. That okay. guy's such a balloon knot. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna i I'm gonna start a trend. Okay. In that capacity. Um fuck, where was I going with that? Yeah, so somebody had some bubblegum wad <laughs> that you were looking at. I I didn't first catch it, but but then after it was pointed out to me, I kept on like, I was afraid that he would notice me looking at his, his bubble gum. Yeah. What I was saying, I only notice those things if it's so cartoonishly pronounced, like, like it's got to be Jessica rabbit level proportion. Wow. Really? Yeah. Well, I, I suggest that you just next time you're out, like at this party that you're gonna going go to go to. That you're going to, too? Check out some packages. Yeah. You yeah. can help me. <laughs> um, okay. All right. I'll do it. I'll do it. And if I go to this part, I'm not going to stay for very long because I'm tired. Okay. Why don't I? Why don't I do this, though? I don't know. I think you... I mean, you're sexual enough. I'm surprised you don't. I know. Now I'm worried about myself. Yeah. I'm not lust- objectifying you people enough. after some packages. Oh, I need to stop seeing people's faces and just look at their dicks and butts. <laughs> their bubble gum and their balloon knots. Well, we can't see... You usually can't see balloon knots. Hopefully they I knew this one guy. <laughs> he got kicked out of a bar because <laughs> he was stripping... I don't think he was like supposed to be stripping, but he was stripping and he was wearing a thong and he bent over and you could see his bubble, <laughs> his balloon knot, <laughs> and it was obscene. Uh, oh, we should, I feel like there's a, we need to take this further, this balloon knot thing, like, oh, I don't want to bring up his name because we haven't heard about him in the news for a long time and I feel like. You could always create an urban dictionary entry for balloon knot. And then yeah. maybe attribute to us. Can we do that like Wikipedia? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I really think the author should, or the creator of this. The creator. Yeah. Okay. The coiner of this term. I think it's called balloon knot. Ask him. Okay. Text him right now. Be like, is it called, is a balloon knot another name? Is that what the name that you used for asshole? Okay, let me see here. <laughs> oh. No response from, oh, never mind. A just now response from Regina Smith regarding... Ooh, that would have been bad news. The, how are gay men attracted to straight men? Um, what? Uh, you know. I almost sent this to the wrong, wrong person. They just are. Balloon knot. Your term for asshole. <laughs> 
Okay. I, I mean, I... Regina just ans- ask, answered my question with a question, which is one of my least favorite things that people do. Man, you got a whole list of... I'm surprised that made the list. Well, it's we're an hour in. Are you ready to wrap this up like some bubble gum? Yeah, put the bubble gum <laughs> back in the wrapper. Um, enjoy the song, Run Up That Hill by... Dashboard Confessional. <laughs> I was thinking, wait, it's, it's a... Car seat, headrest. Uh, car seat headrest and uh i think we'll be back next week i'm not sure um i am playing world poker tour next saturday i'm very excited about it so gotta wish me luck for that um i have no and uh yeah so have a good week y'all bye it doesn't hurt Feel how it feels. You wanna know, know that it doesn't hurt me. You wanna hear about the deal we're making? It's you, it's you and me. And if I only